KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hello once again. I'm Phil Latzman. Uh, this podcast, a daily digest of the news events here in Arizona. Welcome to a wet Wednesday here around the Grand Canyon State. It's the seventh day of February. And we'll slip over the hump and get caught up on what's happening. Well, first, we'll start at the Arizona legislature where the State House passed a bill to classify grooming children as a criminal offense. From the politics desk, Wayne Shutsky reports. The bill would make it a felony to lure or seduce a minor, whether it's in person or using electronic devices or written communications. Republican Travis Grantham says the bill was inspired by a situation in his district in which a coach maintained an inappropriate relationship with a minor. Grantham told lawmakers that the relationship did not violate existing state law, but did include inappropriate touching and text messages. Stalking didn't cover it. Harassment didn't cover it. Prosecutors said there's nothing we can do about it. Some Democrats supported the bill, but Representative Nancy Gutierrez says she fears the provision criminalizing the distribution of photos with sex organs could implicate educational materials, like photos of Michelangelo's David. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A bill that would make several changes to Arizona's school safety grant program is moving forward at the state capitol. The House Education Committee approved that measure on Tuesday. And from the education desk, Bridget Dowd has details. The bill would add school safety officers to the grant program. Those are part-timers assigned to fill in gaps when full-timers, known as school resource officers, aren't available. Retired officers would also become eligible, which is currently not allowed under state law. Committee Chair Republican Beverly Pingarelli added an amendment which removes school psychologists from the costs supported by the program. In my mind, school safety is SROs, SSOs, and the physical infrastructure. So... I opted to put the amendment to have the money go to where I think that it's needed. Democrats on the committee disagreed with Pingarelli, saying psychologists play a key role in the prevention of incidents like school shootings. The amendment passed against their wishes. The committee advanced the amended bill unanimously. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. While staying in the Arizona legislature, Democratic lawmakers there say Republicans are not acting in good faith to address concerns of missed deadlines in the upcoming election. From the politics team once again, Cameron Sanchez reports. A 2022 law is widely expected to trigger more automatic recounts of close races, which in turn could cause election officials to miss key deadlines to mail ballots to overseas military members and certify the state's presidential vote. Democratic Senator Priya Sundaration said lawmakers had reached a bipartisan deal weeks ago, but now she says Republicans are pushing an alternative that makes unrelated and unnecessary changes to elections. This bill has been rushed through this hearing. We were not able to hear all of the speakers who had signed in to hear their opposition and concerns raises the question as to whether the outcome here is predetermined. In order to pass and take effect in time to alter the upcoming election season, the bill must get the support of at least some legislative Democrats and Governor Katie Hobbs. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Planned Parenthood Arizona has announced a change in leadership. The organization's new CEO, Angela Flores, will take the helm amid legal and political fights over the state's abortion laws. Catherine Davis-Young reports. 
Planned Parenthood Arizona is the state's largest abortion provider, and the organization's advocacy branch is a major political force in the state. The organization has been without a CEO since July. In the time since, a campaign launched to get an abortion rights measure onto ballots, and the Arizona Supreme Court heard arguments over whether the state should enforce a near-total abortion ban. Planned Parenthood Arizona is a party in that case. The justices have not yet announced a decision. Flores previously served on Planned Parenthood's board and has worked for a number of other Arizona nonprofits. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Though it seems unlikely to get to the president's desk because of opposition in the House of Representatives, lawmakers in Washington are getting ready to vote on a controversial piece of legislation that would drastically change the way migrants and asylum seekers are processed at the border. From the Frontier's desk in Tucson, Elisa Resnick has more on that how that could affect border officers. Seeking asylum along the border is a right under U.S. and international law. Asylum officers with citizenship and immigration services decide whether those cases can progress to immigration court. Michael Knowles is a spokesperson for a national union that represents asylum officers. He says many don't realize just how small that workforce actually is. So when you hear about enormous backlogs and it taking years to have somebody have their claims processed and the system overwhelmed. I think the awareness that there are only 800 of us puts things in stark terms. The new bill would provide funding for about 4,000 additional asylum officers, but it also includes a provision to allow border officers to turn migrants away when arrivals get too high. Noel says that would undermine international refugee law. Elisa Resnick, KJZZ News, Tucson. A Phoenix City Councilwoman wants to make certain bicycles more accessible downtown. But as Christina Estes reports from the business desk, there could be some financial challenges to that. When Phoenix launched its micromobility program, vendors set up areas where people can rent electric scooters and electric bikes. The program also calls for traditional pedal bikes to be offered. And they are, but they have to be reserved 24 hours in advance, which Councilwoman Laura Pastor calls the library system. We have said several times we do not want the library system. I don't know how much more clear I need to get into saying we want traditional bikes in the downtown area. Deputy City Manager Alan Stevenson said staff would work on a request for proposals, but added... The cities that are more like ours in terms of, you know, less less dense, um, but have some light rail components and those things... um, they're actually paying for bike service. The, the industry as a whole is not looking at pedal bikes, uh, you know, as they once were. Pastor suggested staff explore potential sponsorships and public-private partnerships. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, the Maricopa County Recorder's Office is holding a design contest for the stickers voters receive after casting a ballot. Maricopa County Recorder Stephen Richards says there's an adult category as well as a contest for kids. We're going to internally choose 10 finalists for both categories, and then the public will vote on the one that they want. The office will accept submissions through March 15th, and online voting for them will begin at the end of March. The two winning designs will be added to the assortment of I Voted stickers that are passed out during this year's elections. That's probably the best part about them, right? The Phoenix Union High School District has approved a new student travel policy effective July 1st, comes six months after one of its student-athletes died on a team field trip. Here's Bridget Dowd once more from our education desk. 
15-year-old Christopher Hampton drowned in Cholo Lake last July. He was on a football team camping trip at the time. Now the school district is rolling out a new policy for those trips. It says that all water activities will require prior approval from district administration. It also prohibits activities like swimming, rock climbing, and zip lining unless the activity relates to a school-sanctioned sport. But the Hampton family says it's too little too late. The family is suing the district for what it calls carelessness. In an email to KJZZ, the family's lawyer said coaches and administrators blatantly disregarded warning signs posted around the lake and still allowed the students to swim. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Uh, some sports now. The story of 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy has captivated the sports world after a standout career at Gilbert Superior High School. He went on to Iowa State and was chosen with the very last pick of the NFL draft. It's known as Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's made history as the first Arizona-born quarterback to lead his team to a Super Bowl. Speaking at Media Day this week in Las Vegas, the 24-year-old thanked the coaches, the teachers, and other supporters who've always believed in him. When I wasn't getting offers and scholarships, uh, you know, my junior, sophomore year in high school, even my senior year, uh, those people at Perry believed in me from day one. The local guy Purdy and his 49ers take on the Kansas City Chiefs Sunday in Las Vegas, of course, in the big game. Also in sports, while the rain may interfere, the PGA makes its annual stop in the Valley this week at the TPC Scottsdale for the WM Phoenix Open. The Pro-Am event, weather permitting, takes place today. The tournament begins tomorrow, the first of four rounds. Scotty Scheffler, the defending champ. Tickets already sold out for Friday and Saturday's rounds, and there's also a concert series featuring Dirk Bentley and Duran Duran. At least uh, three-quarters of a million people are expected to attend this year's tournament. In basketball last night, Devin Booker, 32, Kevin Durant, 28. Suns return home with a 114-106 win over the Bucks in Phoenix. A big fourth quarter for Durant, who hit five straight shots down the stretch at 14 points. Bucks playing without their star guard, Damian Lillard, who was out with sprained ankle. Suns, though, win for the 11th time in their last 14 games. They'll host Utah tomorrow. And that will do it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this February the 7th. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the day and try to stay dry. We'll do it again tomorrow.